Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome back to season three, another episode of new episode of Brothers Echo Radio. You already know I'm your girl, Simone, and it feels so good to be back home. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for dialing in, listening, whatever it is, whatever it is and how you listen. Thank you so much. As always and always, thank you. I know it has been a while. Um, So I decided to come on this way originally. And next week, I'm going to post an interview um, for you all. But I want to come and do something different and talk to you all and catch up and and share what has been near and dear to me. I've been traveling quite a bit, working extensively, um, schooling and meeting people and just doing so much with my job. And they kind of sort of the podcast too, because it all feeds into one another in its own way. So prepare for new information, new interviews, new topics. I'm excited. Before I jump in, I do not want to forget, you can always reach me on um, the podcast app on Anchor. Thank you all for the voice notes. I do listen to the voice notes. So thank you for the voice notes. Just go to Anchor. If you want to go that route, hit voice note. I listen. Also, um, you can reach me on Brothers Echo Radio at gmail.com. That is Brothers Echo Radio at gmail.com. And I will certainly get back to you. And then I'm on TikTok now. I'm going to post more stuff on TikTok right now. I'm playing with that a little bit. So TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, just type in Brothers Echo Radio. You'll see your girl, Simone. So enough of that. What's really been on my mind that I wanted to share. And I want to talk about the topic of the underdog. And as always, I like to lead off with the definition because I understand I have listeners all over the world and for some of us that may pretty you know the word and definition goes hand in hand but I want to make sure we're all on the same page underdog so I look it up it says a competitor thought to have little chance of winning a fight or a contest another definition uh, states a person who has little status in society Sometimes it could be the person in your job, to put it plainly, that maybe the colleague, your colleagues or peers or supervisors or the executives may not go to, they may overlook. If you're all familiar with that one movie, I don't know if I would classify this person as an underdog, but to paint the picture, that 90s rom-com office space where you have the one guy with the red stapler, no one really, no really talked to. Yes, he could be considered an underdog. No, a better underdog would be the person who, in that same movie, that was hypnotized and he became the boss or something like that. So that could be an underdog. But there is power in that position in the underdog. And I thought about this because I've been flying quite a bit. And I was sitting in first class and I love to sit in first class and some people say you know we all get there at the same time there's no difference trust me fly first class there's a huge difference so I'm sitting in first class and I'm, I'm sipping on my red wine and looking out the window and that was truly time for me to reflect on 
certain parts of my life. Certain things that I've had to overcome. But before I get to that point, before I share that, you know, with an underdog, and I've been in that position, and sometimes I feel like I'm still there, there is a need to prove others wrong. And for me, and I'm going to speak for myself, I'm the type of person, if you think or you let me know that you believe that I'm unable to do something, there is a gravitational pull in me to do exactly and exceed in any and everything that someone felt as though that I could not do. For an example, when Brothers Echo first came out, I had people sending me hate messages and this is ridiculous why would you start this i didn't see you being this type of person to say share this type of stuff about mental health and it's more of the blah 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 then a lot of it was spam and people just saying things but then there were some other ones who i remember seeing in passing you know in, in workspaces and they had things to say and now that it's growing i get a lot of oh that's really good i didn't i never I'm shocked and now I'm getting all the the kudos from these people. Not that it matters. But you prove people wrong. You know, you may have heard, you know, that Michael Jordan, he was even cut from his high school's junior varsity basketball team. He is truly, Michael Jordan is truly worldwide. I mean, years later, he's one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Even now, he still shares that story of being that underdog. As a matter of fact, his shoes, sales, I saw a Jordan shoe the other day that was on, that was being sold for $350. And then there's some classic brands that are up there in the thousands. This man hasn't played in years. But at that moment in his junior high school, you couldn't tell them tell him this is where he's going to be in life. You know, you look at Microsoft and Apple, and at one point they were viewed as the underdogs. Now companies, the society wouldn't make it without Microsoft or Apple. And then you look at the the Bible story of David and Goliath. David, a shepherd boy, out in the field, fighting off wild animals. And his brothers and his father didn't think much of him. He was a field hand. But while he was in the field, he could have looked at himself as, well, this is just my role in life. To protect the sheep from the wolves. To fight off the wolves when they come over, they come through. And then just in my own imagination, he's probably looking at his brothers. These big men and, you know, fathers parading them around. And he's there with the army and have high stature and, and, and rank and all these things. But here I am. Here I am. However, while he was out there strengthening his core, strengthening his body, in order to fight off a wolf, you have to think about the way a wolf hunts. A wolf will spot you before you spot it. So now if my role is protect this sheep, my whole mindset has to be strategic. My whole mindset will be, okay, how do I make sure in every part of this terrain I'm able to see that threat to protect was valuable to me? Day in and day out, 
That skill is being sharpened by David every day. So the day Goliath decides to show up and his army parades Goliath around this massive man, this massive beast around. The Bible says the the brothers and the father, they were afraid, they were terrified. But in that time where David was in the fields and David was fighting these, fighting the beast, protecting, he was able to look at Goliath with those same eyes, that that same strategic way of thinking. And he didn't see what they saw. They saw a beast. He just saw something in the way to knock down. He saw a way to beat this thing. While he was looking at his brothers, no doubt, wanting to be out there with them. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Seeing how they're flourishing. He's preparing without realizing he's preparing with these rocks and these stones. And not that he had a gun, he had a slingshot. And he was an expert shooter with this slingshot. That for miles and miles away, he was able to see the threat and terminate it. Now he's standing in front of Goliath and his brothers are behind him. His fathers are behind him. But the army on the opposite side, they're laughing at this boy, air quotes, boy and his stones. And David is looking at the, the army and Goliath. As a terrain and a threat. Knowing he's a sharpshooter. And he takes down Goliath. And with that hit, Goliath went down. That is a true underdog. When you feel like life has un- outnumbered you. The reason I want to talk about this is so many times while we're in the field... While we're with the sheep, while our heads are down at work or whatever it is that you do or you're taking care of your children or just going through life. And on the outside, it appears everyone has this strategic viewpoint. This strategic, I mean, this strategic viewpoint. Everyone has it easier than you. You have the clicks, but you're not included. Folks are going to lunch or planning these executive trips or whatever walk of life you're not included. And it could be and feel, you could feel defeated. But when you look at what you're doing and what you're polishing, what you're working on, what you are creating, you are also sharpening that skill. Without saying too much, there's an individual that I know that walks around with his head down and and no one it's, it's as if no one really sees this person. I'm being, I'm being very careful, so I'm going to shade over some certain things. No one really truly sees this person, but I see this person. The person is rather quiet, but this person can draw better than an artist painting that I've seen at the museum in DC or different places. 
And then when I spend time in, with this person, they tell me about their dreams and their, and their hopes and what it is that they're going to do while others are overlooking this person. This person is preparing. Where you are in life, where I am in life, I'm always going to make this personal. Where I am in life, it is important to prepare. At this stage, it can certainly seem difficult. I'm trying to sell a home. That is a challenge. And in this market, it really should not be a challenge, but it is a, it's a challenge. And on top of that, I'm a mom. And on top of that, I have a very responsible uh, profession. And on top of that, I'm just trying to continue not to lose who I am in being a mom, those things that I listed. And it's so easy to say, I'm not... I don't feel like I, I am where I should be. But when I step back and look at the preparation stage where I am, those rocks are polished. But better yet, better yet, I was sit like to my point that I mentioned earlier when I was sitting in first class and I'm flying and I'm sipping on a wine. I'm flying. I'm sitting in first class and I'm sitting there and I'm sipping on this wine and I'm just enjoying the ride. And I'm thinking about where I was just, let's just say, two years ago. And I was so unhappy. I just felt so defeated. So much was happening around me and then to me. And around that time, you know, I had the health issues with the kidneys. I've shared that in a few episodes back. So much was happening. I had people really speaking against me in rooms that I never stepped in and they were really going in on me and I didn't understand the why behind it. But I had a focus and tenacity not to give up. I could have decided to believe the labels that certain people came up with, but instead, I know me and I know my focus and I had to decide quickly to step out and trust who I am as a person. I'm going to leave it right there because I feel like I'm I'm speaking in circles right now. So now when I look at just where I am now, not where I'm going, but where I am now, I have a career that I absolutely love. I have an option now to sell my home and buy a, even a bigger home. And I am not bragging. What I'm saying is, don't, do not give up in the middle. Never give up. There was a time I thought that I would never be at this place in life. And now those that have those conversations about me, they reach out to me. They want to know how I'm doing, how I'm feeling these days, and because they're, they're on the opposite end of it. They're not doing too well. Don't give up. It's the whole point of this entire episode. If you feel counted out, that's a blessing. When you feel like no one sees you and hears you, that is your time to create greatness. Because if you're not on their radar, now you have the range 
to make some plans, the range to move some things around. And as you're moving around, one thing I've always shared, at least I hope I've shared in this podcast, move in silence. Keep that to you. Because when you pop out, they're not going to know where you came from. So although it may hurt right now, although it may feel as though you're like David in the field, watching his brothers in their shiny uniforms with the father parading around. But you're out there in the field with the sheep, not realizing that you're training for your moment to meet Goliath. Not realizing. Because eventually, if you know the story, David becomes king. King David. I hope I'm right. But I believe I'm right. He becomes King David. And those that overlooked him end up reporting to him. Don't give up. Keep pressing. And in the underdog, in that mode, Use it to your advantage and be the best that you can absolutely be. Move around and not silence. Because that underdog place is a place of serenity and silence because they're not looking at you at that moment. They're looking at everyone but you. And one thing I tell people, and I really don't like when people say, well, eventually I'm going to do this. Or I have this idea, so maybe one day I'm going to work this. In this moment, I don't care what it is that you do. If you have that dream or that thought in you to create or become something, start working on that now. Because why wait? Because if you start now, that perfect moment, you will be far more advanced to be able to make more opportunities for other people. So as I was sitting in that seat and I was sipping, my heart smiled. It smiled because I had this feeling of overwhelming joy. Joy that, and I'm always going to say this, God, Jesus Christ, worked it out for me. He did not let me give up. He did not allow me to fall into some sort of depression and just say, why me? He polished me while folks were trying to do whatever it was they were doing. He was polishing me. So now I'm in a position to help others. I'm in a position to make sure others are ready to be hired and get hired. The right people based on their merit and capability and, and all of that. So what am I saying? Don't give up in this fight. Work this underdog status. And that's all I got for you. Like I said, I was going to post uh, the interview that I had that I've been holding on to for the longest time. But I just said, nope. I got to talk about the underdog and a blessing in that. And I really hope that I help someone. I feel like I was kind of stammering around a little bit. I hope not. 
if I did, if you enjoyed that, enjoyed this episode, reach out to me on Facebook, Brothers Echo Radio on Facebook. Hit me in the, the DM or post on my page. Instagram, same thing. TikTok, same thing. Or my email, brotherseckoradio at gmail.com. And also, again, on here, just hit notes and leave me a voice note, and I will listen. As always, and always, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. More to come. More importantly, though, more importantly, always live this life for an audience of two. That's God and you.